guys. Hey, how's it going, man? Uh, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. For sure. Yeah, so uh, if you guys want to introduce yourselves, you know, one by one, what do you do? All that good jazz. Uh, let's go ahead and get that started. My name is uh, my name is Sage Dennis. I'm the drummer of the band. Uh, what's up, you guys? I'm Robert Garcia. I'm the lead and rhythm guitarist for Sleep of the Week. I'm Vincent Valentine. I am the lead and guitarist and lead singer of the band. I'm Steven Seward, and I do all the heavy vocals. Hell yeah. All right. I like the uh, Vincent Valentine. Is that your actual name, or is that just stage name? That's just a stage name. That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> I dig it, though. Um, yeah. But yeah, so what got you guys started into, you know, Sleep for the Week? Well, it started, like, I want to say, like, four or five years ago. And uh, it was <laughs> it was crazy. I just picked up guitar, like, a lot. And I ran into my very first drummer named Dominic Krista at Circle K where he was working. And <laughs> we started, like, going from there. I asked him if he played an instrument. He's like, actually, I do. I play the drums. And I was like, great, dude. Let's start a band. And he was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and so... <laughs> yeah, we, we got so far, and uh, after a while of uh, a couple screamers, we brought in Steve here, and he's been in the band ever since. Yeah, and at the time, uh, I was originally going to be their first pick, um, but I was doing this side project, uh, mixing rap and metal together, uh, called Anaki. <laughs> so, yeah. unfortunately, that, that didn't go anywhere, but, um, you know, I'm here now, and I like to think that we've done a lot. Yeah, what's... we definitely came far. Yeah, I mean, if you guys have been together, you said, for, like, what, five years? I mean, you know, what all have you gotten to do so far? I mean, have you gotten to play the shows that you've wanted to play and, you know, continue to be playing? Obviously, right now, none of us are really playing shows, or at least it kind of shouldn't be, yeah. but, you know. <laughs> but, like, yeah, so, like, you know, what's uh, what have you guys been able to do, like, since the time of, you know, you first got started to now, like, what's been the what's been the journey Man, <laughs> after a while of practicing, somebody just like was, hey, we uh, got you a show somewhere in your headline. And we're like, what? So our very first show, we headlined over at Club Red. And it was actually really cool. At the end of it, they asked for an encore. Hell <laughs> yeah. That's always good. That's a good feeling. Well, I mean, the fun part about that show was that we literally just got together we had like a month before the show was going to start. We had no songs actually written. <laughs> oh, so we no. had to come up with about six songs within a month. We oh, pulled man. it off. We pulled it off. But man, that was just intense. We probably had practice, I want to say, like at least five days, six days out of the week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Jesus and then, I mean, Christ. from there, we've been able to play. Yeah. 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 <laughs> lots, lots of practice. Lots of dedication. But I mean, when it's something that you really want, you just you do whatever you can to make it happen. Definitely. Oh yeah, for sure. But uh, some bands that we have before, man, have been like the Browning, Hell, um, yeah, Trey the Martyr, Alasana, um, what is it, Capture? Capture, yeah. Yeah. Um, I Set to Kill, Ooh. and just um, a couple other bands as well, man. So it's been a fun ride so far, and I can't wait to see how much farther that we can go, especially with this new EP out and uh, all the music videos that we have released and all the upcoming videos as well. Definitely. Hell yeah. What do you, uh, what would you guys say? And you can all answer individually or as a collective on it. You know, what, what, what was the inspiration or like, what's the influence behind, you know, sleep for the week? Good question. <laughs> Very good yeah. question. You know, uh, I we try. All have like, <laughs> like, we all like different types of music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I listen to stuff like Pierce the Veil and like Bring Me the Horizon Bullet for my Valentine. And he's much harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I love, like, um, was it Slaughter to Prevail? We Butter the Bread with Butter. Hell yeah. Suicide Silent. We Butter the yeah, Bread with like, Butter. Really ah, awesome. uh, yes. The, the Chef's Kiss of, of Deathcore. I got you. I got you. The Chef's Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, is that the, would you say, the primary influences for Sleep of the Week or Sleep for the Week? is mostly kind of like a post-hardcore meets like deathcore, meets like metalcore type fusion, or would you say? Post-hardcore, metalcore, yeah. with slight deathcore influences, I would say. 
Hell on yeah. Dragon Ball the Lowe. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. I love it. I'm all about it. So, uh, for oh, yeah. you, yeah, for you guys, you know, what's, what's kind of been your thoughts on everything like that's been going on within like the music industry, maybe just within like how this is affecting how you guys have been able to do stuff in your own hometown, you know, like how has this been like this being COVID, you know, how's that been affecting you guys? Like, what have you been trying to do during the pandemic? Have you guys been like working on like, you know, maybe like vocal work, guitar work, drum work, things like that, or just been working on other project type things. Like what's, what's been going on? Yeah, so with that, I would have to say that it's been kind of like a double-edged sword. Um, <laughs> it, it sucks because there's no shows going on, but it's also given us a lot of free time to like finish our EP, to work on these music videos and to do everything that we can to further ourselves. Definitely. We do. We are actually in makings of a couple new songs and we're planning on bringing back a couple old songs as well. Mm -hmm. That, and we also have a, a live stream that we plan on doing in September, and then oh, a yeah. like festival uh, event type thing as well that we're trying to do in October, yeah. probably like around the 16th, 17th. Uh, get about maybe, I want to say 10 to 20 bands if we're lucky. If we're able to do it, that's the goal. But if not, we'll probably just have like a one-day event still with about 10 bands. Yeah, because I think one of the biggest challenges right now is, you know, doing, if you are doing shows, you know, how are you going to be able to do it, you know, while still kind of adhering to the social distancing? Because I know there's been a lot of talk on it. There's been ideas of live streaming, which obviously some, if not several bands, I mean, the first one I automatically think of is Dance Gavin Dance. They literally had like a like $10 ticket show and you got to see them perform like, I think it's like an hour and a half or hour live set. But, I mean, that was just one way. And then some people have actually streamed their sets on Twitch. Um, they've streamed, obviously, on Facebook. You know, and, like, I know for at least here, I've had an idea of maybe seeing if, uh, you know, we could rent out a venue, set up streaming equipment or, like, camera equipment to stream to. You know, it, it's just there's been a lot to, like, figure out, I feel like, with this pandemic. Um, but, like, yeah, that's and uh, there's been like a lot of new ideas as well. Like you got to get creative. You know, I've heard people about possibly opening up like drive-in concerts where yeah, uh, people I've been hearing about that radio. Too, and that's something that we've been thinking about doing as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, hey, you'd get that radio play. It'd be a little weird how you get it, but you'd get that radio play. Yeah. <laughs> We're actually being played in Australia on the radio. Oh hell yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 we're blowing up. Listen, Australia seems to be like the place right now for like anything metal. Like Deathcore, mm -hmm. Australia's got it. Metalcore, Australia's still got it. <laughs> Architects, but you know, like, <laughs> 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 like, oh, uh, maybe that uh, I can't remember if UK and Australia are considered the same. I don't think they are. I think they're two different things, but. Yeah, you get the idea. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so how, how have you guys, I mean, like, individually been doing, like, throughout this whole thing? You know, music aside, like, how have you guys been through this? Uh, personally, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's you know, uh, not going to lie here. Um, but, again, just being able to work through everything that we're doing right now really helps keeps my mind off of everything, my personal life. So it helps, you know, to have that music and stuff behind it and have it as well, yeah, especially we, when you're frustrated as well. So we definitely try to practice as much as we can. Especially yeah. being a new lineup, we need to get as tight as possible as a new group. Yes, Sage, mm -hmm. uh, as well as Robert, they're both new. Yeah, uh, I've been in the band since May. Yeah, and I've been in for like three weeks. No, it's been longer than <laughs> <been longer. laughs> It's been like three and a half, but you know it's okay. Like that's close. We're two days away from four weeks. Okay. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Is there anything you guys uh, want to talk about at all? Any specifics? I'm in. Hey, I'm 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 down to leave the floor open. I do it with everybody I talk to. <laughs> uh, well, I just want to say, man, I saw that video that you posted of, like, the Star Wars thing. <laughs> that was rad. <laughs> yeah. I literally was like, I wonder if I could do this. And I recorded it today in Reaper. And I was like, 
all right. <laughs> My friend was like, hey, I'll edit that. All right. <laughs> so, oh, I love it. And then Deathcore Snobs was like, we'll share that. <laughs> and so now it's at, like, I think almost 5K views. Holy shit. Yeah, That's dude. That's dude. <laughs> I was like, let's go get yeah, that man. memes, get that clout. No, but... um. <laughs> For you. Yeah, so if anything, I think what would be interesting to talk about is conversations in the dark. You know, what like what was the process behind its writing? What was the process like as a whole? Like recording it, like I said, writing it, you know, making any changes, did you make any changes? Things like that, you know, if you want to just take us through that process of that. If I got it right. I believe I'm looking at the correct Steve, thing, here, but... Steve here always <laughs> had like the chorus somewhat down. We did make a couple changes with the lyrics and stuff, but uh, it was actually quite funny because we were supposed to record another song. Oh. And then out of nowhere, they're all, all right, let's record a new song right now. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah, we wrote the song Conversations in the Dark in about 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, in the, in the studio. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think I watched an interview one time with uh, Kublai Klan. It was like the vocalist. He was like, yeah, that whole album, we wrote it in like a week. I was like, okay, <laughs> that's that's all right, I guess. But yeah, no. So I like, I had to pick up the guitar, and out of nowhere, they're like, "All right, here, I'm gonna hit record, and you're gonna." Jesus Christ! So I have like, <laughs> I finished the whole guitar, and like, I just came up with all that in like a matter of minutes. <laughs> and I was oh. like, "All right, I'm done." Oh my god! But yeah, because the lyrics go wrong, man. Um, that's that's something that I've wanted to work on for a minute. Because um, I mean, I've I've lost a lot of important people in my life, and that that song mainly goes to them. Yeah, and, that song is basically about our loved ones that have already fallen. Yeah, like deceased already, and we miss them a lot. And we really wanted to just yeah, have an yeah, have an outlet for that as well. Yeah. That you know, because I'm sure that there's many people out there that have experienced something similar, if not the same thing. Oh, and yeah. I'm pretty sure now. And isn't that what music's all about, is feeling like someone out there is going through what you're going through as well, so you're not really alone? Exactly. Oh, yeah. And no, I would, no. Yeah, I would definitely exactly. say in, like, a time like this, like, relatability is so key. Like, I was talking with uh, the guy from Nomadic, uh, James, and, you know, he was just talking about, like, at the end of the day to him, like, making it means whatever you want it to mean, you know? And for him, somebody being like, hey this means a lot to me because it relates to something in my life to him was making it. So in my eyes, you know, as long as you're writing, you know, what you feel, obviously music is subjective. Anybody can write about anything. Should some things be written about? Probably not. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you are the one who sets like the, did I make it line, you know, and that same thing goes with lyrics. You can't, Oh, Oh, I hear noises. No. Hello, can you hear me? Oh, there we go. <laughs> yes, can you hear us? Yes, I can I can hear you. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I was just like, "Oh, well, all right." But yeah, no. <laughs> I for as me being a vocalist, I know for me lyricism matters a lot though. So like I always take huge interest in like how people approach lyrics. And depending on what music they're doing, everything like that. But as a whole, you know, what was the idea or intent that you wanted to go into writing that EP? I'm sorry, one more time here. I couldn't really hear you. Oh, what was uh, what was the intent, you know, behind the EP? Like, what what kind of was it? Was it all collectively like songs about, you know? losing loved ones or things like that or do you feel like it was a collective of emotions going in together was it just you know it's definitely a collection of emotions going in together here uh one thing that i would say is a common theme is loss mm -hmm. yeah definitely and give me one second here i'm just trying to hook you up <laughs> you're good so we can hear you better <laughs> oh god i don't know if you want to hear me that clear oh okay perfect can you <laughs> still hear us it's perfect <laughs> all right Good, good. 
Yeah, what song would you say means the most to you? And you can each, you know, answer this however you want, why, however, like, what river reason, whether it means, like, it means the most to me, it was the most fun to write, uh, it's the most, like, uh, fulfilling to perform, you know, whatever, you know. Personally, but. my favorite one is Downside. Just for the fact that, you know, everybody is always trying to get away from drama, but it always just, it's there. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what you do, <laughs> some type of stuff is following you, and it's always going to happen no matter what. And you're just like, damn. Yeah, you know? especially in 2020. 20, <laughs> 2020 doesn't hold no hostages. They're like, all right, Downside you're done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Downside is 2020. Uh, uh, yeah. Damn, dude. I don't know. I'd say for me personally, uh, my favorite song would be Severed Ties, just because I feel that within the last year, my life is kind of captured those lyrics and the whole song in general so safe um i would say let dry has a special place in my heart because that's the song that i auditioned with when i joined the band hell yeah <laughs> i dig that and i dig that for me it'd probably be a tie between downside and severed ties just because yeah i mean for me those were both kind of the first ones i learned as well and that kind of got me my spot immediately with how fast i got them like, all right, yeah, let's do this. Hell yeah. Yeah. Please, let's do this. I'm like, yeah, let's do this, please. Yeah, yeah, let's let's play this song. Yeah. What... <laughs> We're going to try and sound badass. Yeah. Uh, we can do this no matter what. It's whatever. <laughs> what song do you What song do you guys think? And this could be from this, or it can be from, you know, never mind. I, I thought you had another album, but it was just your single, which is Fade. <laughs> yeah. But no, like. Yeah. <laughs> No, what um <laughs> No, uh what what uh what songs do you think are the easiest and the hardest for you guys to do live? Um I would say Severed Ties for me is the hardest to play live that has a really uh tricky uh double bass rhythm. Mm, of course that pesky double bass it'll get you. <laughs> pesky. I would say Conversations in the Dark is the funnest for me to play live though. Honestly, I I love them all. Yeah, they're all a lot of fun. I'm down to play all of them anytime. I mean, for me, though, if if we're talking hardest, I think Fade would be the hardest one for me to perform just because of the chorus parts. I mean, I'm screaming my fucking lungs out. Yeah, you go hammer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, now, because I, you know, didn't find out about you guys until, Stephen, you hit me up on my first Technically, my second podcast, I think. Oh, nice! I didn't know that was your second. Yeah, oh, yeah. I uh, I did another podcast, but I didn't think about making it a podcast with uh, locals. I just did a stream interview, and then I was like, "Wait, I can just I can make it a podcast." So, <laughs> yeah. There you go. So, um, with that being said, you know what touring? Have you guys done touring? You know what's been like your favorite memories from that? If you have, mm-hmm. you know maybe what's been a favorite show memory that you've had? Uh, well, we have. Well, we've. We did do a little tour. Uh, we didn't. We weren't able to finish it though, just because we had like a bunch of different like van issues. Oh my oh, god! Like, of so course, so many issues. Oh my you god. wouldn't. You wouldn't be a band in this genre if you didn't have van issues. I mean, you don't understand, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> we were like breaking down every half mile. And shit. Oh no! Yeah, like we're we're, like, we're in oh Arizona god, and dude. we had to play at the Whiskey uh, Go Go in California. Which, I mean, from here where we're at is only, like, what, like, a 10-hour drive and yeah. even that? Yeah. It took us, like, I want to say, what, 15, yeah, 16, 15 hours, 16 to get there. hours to Jesus get there? Jesus yeah. Christ. We ended up call- <laughs> they ended up calling an Uber so we can get there. Oh. Yeah. Jesus yeah. The van started, it broke down, started smoking and everything. I think there was, like, a little fire going on. We yeah, had to put dude, some water on it. Put some water on it. So God. Yeah, so oh, we ended God. up having to call an Uber. And I think, like, what, you, our drummer, and our bassist at the time, uh, they were the only ones that could fit with all the gear, so they made it there. And then um, the other guitarist and myself probably came like what halfway through the set. Yeah, yeah. it was like a movie, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm not like a lie. movie. We were just up there, and I was just like playing the guitar, and I didn't say nothing because it would not make sense if I would have just started singing for no reason. It'd be like that scene in Tenacious D when Kyle's like at the party and he only sings his parts <laughs> and not fucking Jack Black's. Yeah, it would have been just like that. Yeah, oh, I wasn't God. doing that, man. So I stayed quiet and we were just playing. And out of nowhere, um, I see Steve walk in and he like sees and he starts running because we're in like 
half of our song already. <laughs> what was it, Let Dry? Um, yeah, yeah, we yeah, were halfway let through Let Dry. Let dry. Yeah, oh, and I just ran up, up on stage. Ran up on stage. Did I tackle somebody? Huh? I'm pretty sure I tackled somebody or at least no, bumped into somebody. Dude, like pushing people out of the way, like. <laughs> Just to get up on the stage, man. He got up on the stage. I was like, damn, he did it. I think I looked at you, and then I looked at Nate, and I just went right into it. It was like the second verse. Yeah, it was the second verse. He looked at me he was like, two, two? And I was like, yeah, I just, two. I just imagine yeah. like, a, yeah, is this? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, wait. I think this is where we're. I've been here the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> you just didn't see me. <laughs> it was awesome, though, because at the end of the show, man, we got off and the owner of the place came up to us and, like, bought us all rounds of drinks. <laughs> we were like, dude, sweet. They're like, yeah, you guys are badass. Yeah, she was, was super like, cool. It's like, we're also wheelless. <laughs> can, you, <laughs> can you get us where we need to go? Thanks. <laughs> man, oh, man, the way back home was way easier. Because we didn't have to worry about it. <laughs> how was the, how was the Uber ride? I feel like... <laughs> I feel like the Uber ride must have been really interesting. Just so, oh, uh, hey, how, how are you guys doing? Uh, my name's Ted. Where you Where you going? Oh, is that that oh, your van? Yeah. <laughs> right there. All right. Cool. Mm-hmm. Jeez, Pretty I can't. Much. I can't imagine. Uh, it's like, hey man, we're late for a show. We gotta go this way. Stopped, Wait, there's four more people out there. Don't a, worry about them. We stopped at a truck <laughs> stop and offered the truck stop people money to fix the van. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Jesus was Christ. Oh, man. Great times. Uh, Man. I I remember hearing about, uh, I think uh, Garrett from Silent Planet tweeted about it one time. He was like, you haven't really lived until you've slept next to bottles just full of tea <laughs> for warmth. During a tour, <laughs> I was like, "Holy fuck!" God damn, dude, that's the that's the that's the tour life that I know I dream of. Is that's I just want to be the more the more miserable. 2009 taught me a lot. The more miserable you are, the better the tour experience. Obviously, I mean, makes sense. Yeah, no, nah. broken but van that's life. That's like how you end. First wild of touring, yeah. right there, though. <laughs> now, if your stuff gets stolen, that's the next step. That's. The- that seems to be also happening just all the time, which is shitty. That's the new trend. Yeah. Re- Dude, I feel like that's been the trend, though, since, like, 2018. People have just been more like, yeah, I'm just going to – this band, stuff's mine now. Like, it's just really <laughs> shitty. I don't understand why it's, like, just continuously happening. But, like – Lamb of guitar. Nice. <laughs> Not there's anymore. <laughs> Whoa, this is a pretty nice uh, SM58. It'd be a real shame if I just took it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <On> my heart. <laughs> Pedals? You don't need that for drums. What the? <laughs> yeah, but I don't not need it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Nah. I just... <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It'd be a good hood ornament for my drums. <laughs> A good ornament. <laughs> a good hood ornament. Nice. Bolted on guitar. I'm like, I want to play this. Don't touch that shit. That's, that's great. There. Like, that's great. Found it. Man. Get it. <laughs> Get him. Do it. Every now and then I want to reach in front and just. I and mean, you know, give everybody a. Whoa. Whoa. Holy Whoa. shit, the drummer just played the thing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you just. Let, you're chunk. Your china is your horn. You just, you just ding it, and then it amplifies through the Dude, <laughs> speakers. Can we do that? Can we get like an air horn for your like your kid? We could. Maybe. We could totally both on some shit. Right in the fucking middle of a bake, uh, breakdown. Just, <laughs> just We'll get a cowbell, cut the top yeah. off, and then attach that shit to the air horn, and then attach that to your shit. Oh my god! And maybe we can like attach a pad to it every time. Christopher it. Walken <laughs> would be so proud. Now you know I, I won't charge you this time for these ideas, but you know I do take donations, so just, just giving you a heads up. So do we. Oh, so do we, yeah. <laughs> well, here you, here you go. <laughs> no, but damn, if only I had some cash on the table. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, wow, this is incredible. Wow. Uh, this isn't cash, but thanks, man. I appreciate the oh my bottle God, opener. Works. Oh my God, Morty! Uh, sup, sup my dick, Morty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> totally fucking nuts, man. Oh, like, oh, jeez, Rick, have you listened to Sleep for the Week? Yeah, Morty. Uh, they're pretty all right. 
Have you ever had uh, conversations in the dark, Morty? I heard it's <laughs> there's kind of a downside uh, to it. <laughs> Get really faded, and then you uh, you sever some ties and you let it dry. Am I right, Morty? <laughs> oh, you got me, Rick. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And I can do that and not have allegations against me. Hey. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. Rest in no peace. No plastic baby dolls in your room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I found out about that whole thing and I was like, oh, that's a. <laughs> Ooh. I feel bad for Justin yeah. Roiland, though, because like, he's. They're just getting shit right. on as a whole, and it's just like, let's just, let's just stand Harmon, but all right. Uh, that's terrible. Oh, uh, yeah, but. What are you drinking, man? Oh, uh, tea. <laughs> nice. Do I wish well, it was something quiet. else? Probably. Sometimes I do. Sometimes is all the time, but. I feel that. Mm. I feel that. I wish it was whiskey. It would be really nice. Ooh. Could you use oh, some yeah. of that peanut butter whiskey? That's that good shit. How is that? It's it. It literally tastes like a Reese's cup, and then you get the burn. Oh, really? Wow. I gotta try this. I have to Did try you? this now. I, I forgot know a couple people peanut allergy. You're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pronouncing you correctly, but if you get some of the frog, man, it comes from bottles. That shit tastes like a campfire in your mouth, and there is no burn, but it's strong and it's. Oh fantastic. yeah, I think it's screwball uh, peanut butter whiskey. I think is what it's With called. A sheep, right? It might Doesn't be that, like a sheep for like the logo or like the mascot, whatever. The it's fuck? like a really simple logo, I think, if I remember. I think it's literally just PB and then it says like screwball on it or something. Now, if you want to have a bad time, have man synth. That shit, <laughs> just like a drop, is awful. <laughs> yeah, wow. It's fuck it's that. Marilyn Manson's absinthe, and it is oh. it is something. It's like black really? licorice, but well, every every absinthe I've ever had tasted like black licorice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let me see if uh, I can find it. Let me see how strong this shit is. I don't even remember. It's been so long since I had it. I think I had it at like Rocklahoma. Let's see here. Rocklahoma, fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, I, I used to go to Rocklahoma all the time, but like lately, mm, the lineups just weren't really that good. You'd get like four bands that might be good and then the rest are just like dad rock bands that you don't really care about <laughs> by finger death punch but you know it's okay it's all good you know Ooh, now man. i don't know if you guys have seen but now we have the spiritual successor or the satanic successor yes. psycho sexual yeah baby it's oh, so <laughs> that's what it is Best thing I have ever seen. You see, I saw that on Catatonic Youths, and then I saw for some reason they blew back up, and I was like, "Let's go, let's get these roasts going," because oh my god, it's so, it's so bad. It's so terrible. <laughs> oh god, thinking I mean, about it hurts my what, soul. <laughs> wasn't it the dude from Five? Like, what was it? Like the bass player, the drummer? I think it's the drummer from. Uh, <laughs> he's trying to do. <laughs> He's trying to do a Dave Grohl, but it's just going wrong. <laughs> uh, this man's boy. not making Foo Fighters. He's making Poo Fighters. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, Man Sith is 66.6 uh, <laughs> proof. Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> what the fuck? I'll stick with just Everclear. And it's like $71 a liter. So. Yeah. Make some jungle juice real quick. <laughs> I want to ruin my <laughs> life, so uh, BRB, I'm going to just come get some. It's fine. Like, why not? No, but, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes festivals have been really cool. Sometimes they've not been. Like, I did get to see Under Oath, though, so that was pretty neat. Nice. Seeing Under Oath. I bet that was badass. Oh, my God. Seeing Under Oath come back with, like, brand new material. Dude, Spencer's vocals have gotten so much better. Like... Both his singing stuff, because I knew he could sing because of Sleepwave, and then like his normal like harsh vocals, just so good. And Aaron Gillespie still sounds bomb. Like, and then let's see, there was Wage War, which you can't go wrong with Wage War. They slap, oh, yeah. they slap Big yeah. Ding Dong. I don't know what else to tell you. Um, 
I for oh fuck, I have seen Five Finger Death Punch. They were <laughs> they played one time. Oh my god, no, I wish I didn't remember that. Oh no, I just wish this was Yeah, I got to see them at a freaking Mayhem Festival when they when Mayhem was out I here. Mayhem. They... Manson yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Manson player in Manson, which was like Wait, How what? are you on the stage? Yeah. <laughs> and Black Dahlia Murder was yeah. on a stage like way down the no. Like, how are you guys not on the main no. stage? What is what's going on here? <laughs> like terrible. Oh god, Black Dahlia, they killed it though. They I love Black Dahlia. Oh yeah. Oh. I still need One to see them live. Oh, uh, they're 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 phenomenal live. Those guys are oh, phenomenal live. Man, I really wanted to live what they do on their fucking albums. Like I believe that's it. How it's how it's so fun. clean. You're just like, no fucking way. There's you guys didn't have to do anything to your shit, did you? Huh? That's probably <laughs> the easiest thing the dudes ever had to do all day. This is great. Like, you guys, wow, it's just oh, yeah, and we're done. Cool. <laughs> like, send it to you the next Monday, you guys. We'll see you. Oh my god, I'm trying to think of what the worst band I think I've ever seen live is. Hmm. Oh fuck. Oh, which we can we can definitely all go around there. That's always a fun oh, time. Yeah. Let's see who. Oh god. Mm. I don't mm. want to say let live. Back in the day, because that was that was definitely not good. Uh, trying to think, you know, I'll let you guys go first. Who, who's been the best and who's been the worst that you've seen? You could either have played the show or just been there. Best as in like just the all-around experience, or do you mean like theatrics-wise and like how much just the how, show? Just was? a just a overall experience. Uh, well, Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> My first one ever was a fucked up experience. <laughs> my favorite that I've ever been to is when the Misadventures came out for Pierce the Veil. I was there, man. I bought a shirt, everything. And, like, I waited for them to get on, man. And then Vic Fuentes came out on, like, the guest vocals for another band. I lost my shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. You couldn't find it till after the show was over, either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. On the stage? Uh, best show I've ever been to was probably Upper Festival. Can't remember what year it was, but Mushroom Head was on a side stage. Lamb of God opened, or yeah, opened nice. on the main stage, and Slipknot head not headlined the main stage. That was such a great show. Oh yeah, yeah. I think for me, um, the artist that blew me away at least was King Diamond. Mm. Yeah, I saw him uh, open up for Slayer, and man, I I was blown away. Like I've heard some of his music. I thought it was okay, but just seeing his performance and how like he makes it like an opera, I thought that was really cool. Interesting. Yeah. Not I don't think this is I don't think this is the worst, but if there's a band that I've seen probably more times than any other band, like that I did not intend to go see them, it's probably Mushroom Head. I've seen Mushroom Head like seven <laughs> like seven <laughs> times. And every time I've just been like, I, I don't really care for this that much. I got this bad boy right <laughs> No, see, I don't hate them, though. I actually like them. But every time that I've gone to a show, it's not been for them. My friends yeah. uh, in uh, Voodoo Dolls back in the day, uh, they always would play with them. And, <laughs> and so I was like... I'm a homie. I gotta, I gotta go support the boys. And every time, Mushroom Head would be headlining the show. So I've seen them like seven times in a row. I mean, it was great though. It was great. Don't get me wrong. I was just like, man, <laughs> I still haven't listened to this guy's like discography. But I mean, they slap live. No, but I think, I oh man, I don't know. There's been a lot of bad bands I think I've seen in my day. Uh, I think the worst band I've seen live was Metallica. The first time I saw them, it was such an awful experience. They sounded like shit. But then I saw them again ten years later, and they were great. Oh, uh, the sweet Lars, the Lars experience. I'd have to restate though. Like probably the best concert was probably a, it was a Protest the Hero and August Burns Red combo mm. at the Red Owl Club Red. And it was only because of that concert, I ended up hanging out with August Burns Red beforehand by accident. They were outside smoking a cigarette, and I came like a half, half hour early. Ended up talking to them without realizing it, and they were like, who'd you come here to see? And I'm like, oh, August Burns Red, man. So they're sitting there giggling, and I realized, like, oh, shit, it's you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good concert. But they did the kick-ass job in protest. They're funny as fuck on stage. Oh, I bet. They are so funny. I'm, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, God. Honestly? 
I think maybe the worst that I've seen is Buck Cherry. Like, I don't think it was the show itself was like, I don't think Buck Cherry was bad. I think the experience, though, because the dude was performing and the power kept going out on the mic and everything. He got so angry. He <laughs> chunked the shit out of that mic. And it was just, oh, God. He, you could tell this man was very angry because he was on main stage, thousands of people. <laughs> He's just... I, and everybody's oh. just like, what are you, what are you doing? So we can't, can't hear <laughs> we you. We can't. Right? No. The song's like, hey, you're crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's basically what happened. <laughs> and then I think uh, it wasn't a worse experience or anything like that. It was actually kind of funny. Anthrax got struck by lightning on stage. Oh, my oh God. shit. <laughs> what? Damn. Yeah. That's, that's fucking metal. Guys, I don't know if I'm going to live throughout this next song, but... Let's get it. Fuck it. It's rock and roll. That's not like the drum beat for the song. I can't stop. <laughs> it's not me, bro. Fuck. I can't stop. No, but honestly, I think one of the best experiences I've ever had live was seeing Perfect Circle. That shit. I can see that. I'm not a fan of Tool as much, and I like Pussifer. Uh, but honestly, Perfect Circle is my favorite thing that Maynard has done. And so, like, as an experience, for me at least, I enjoyed that a lot. But if you want to go with like beat 'em up music, like just rough 'em up music, uh, probably seeing Strangled. The boys in Strangled are killing it, and God, dude, like the amount of energy they have is nuts. Also, seeing Phil Bozeman do vocals uh, in Whitechapel and seeing him do clean vocals was an interesting experience. See, I haven't seen him do cleans, but I have caught him like just. Doing regular Whitechapel before that, uh, yeah. was it the Hickory Creek album came out? Or <laughs> uh, it's Third yeah. Depths, yeah, I think is what it's actually yeah. called. Question mark. But yeah, it was weird because I don't understand how we got that show. I'm gonna be real honest with you. <laughs> we uh, because it was at a really smaller venue, and I was like, okay, well, why is Whitechapel coming here? All right. Uh, second question. Uh, yo, can we play this show? Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so like. But no, his cleans are actually really solid, uh, and his harsh vocals are actually just as insane as they were, if not more insane, I feel like, oh, yeah. than back in the day. Like, he did This Is Exile, and boy, that that room got fucked real fast. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> that bet. That just makes perfect, huh, man? Dude, oh my god. But, uh, so good. Oh my god. Slayer, oh, shut up. <laughs> no, man, Slayer, Slayer's, Slayer's the best band. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, <laughs> no, yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, mayhem. Like, every time they ha every time their show starts, like, I mean, last time I went there to their, their show, someone got thrown into a six-foot bonfire as a sacrifice. Oh, yes! Like, yes! Joking. <laughs> they slowly built it up. They were trying to hose it down and put it out from a distance, but it wasn't happening. Everyone was telling them to fuck themselves, and... Just kept throwing shit on and finally some dude just picked another guy up and that, that guy freaked out like no no and that guy was like ah oh, threw him into the fucking fire <laughs> that's when the firefighters came out like oh shit <laughs> yeah. hope, man i hope they appeased whoever they were trying to sacrifice to because <laughs> it's just dio from well well slayer ended up playing for another hour and a half after that so i think they did good jesus <laughs> christ <laughs> I and that wasn't the only one that happened either. I mean, <laughs> oh my like, god! What two more incidents after that? I just remembered. <laughs> that last show, right? <laughs> oh my god! I just remembered that I've seen Megadeth, and that oh, was wow. that was something. <laughs> Poor Dave Mustaine, dude. He could not do those vocals anymore. It just does not sound good live. Like no. rip. Keep recording your shit. Keep Sorry. writing, but. Dude, don't do that shit live anymore. It's like that <laughs> video of fucking uh, Guns N' Roses. I love you. I love you to death. Oh, God. 
You mean the man who went from like fifty kajillion octaves to like two? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just sounded like a drunk fucking NASCAR fan. Yeah. Like I have to, I have to drink before I get on stage. That's the only way. I've... Oh that's my god! Said. Terrible. That's that. Fre- negativity coming at me. That's that Fred uh-huh. Durst mentality. I'll tell you what. Right. Jesus. That's yep. Sweet right, limp man. biscuit. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> uh, I wish I had seen Limp Biscuit live. That shit sounds like it'd be so much fun. Even if like they were bad awesome. live, I feel like I it'd still be fun. When, when yeah, shows were going around, show. when shows were going around, I was like, all right, nobody drinks till after the show. And then our buddy, our old guitarist, he'd be like, yeah, man, I'm not gonna drink. I'm gonna as soon as we get on stage, dude. What the fuck? We're about to rock out, man. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, I'm so strict on myself, dude. I'm like, no, I got to be sober as can be like 100%. I, I had to learn that. Yeah, I'm so, dude, doing, I've been doing vocals for like 13 years. I am so strict on myself, but it's for good reason. Like every time I record, I'm like, nah, this is shit. I'm shit. Stop being shit. Yep. Get better. Yep. <laughs> Don't be a like, shit. Actually- Speaking of that, if you listen to our song Conversations in the Dark, that breakdown part where it says, don't you just love it where he fucks shit up? Mm-hmm. That was our producer uh, saying that because I kept fucking up that verse <laughs> or that part, and I'm like, fuck, fuck. I keep fucking this shit up. We were all like, yeah, dude, just keep that in there. <laughs> so I totally get where you're coming from. Oh, yeah, because I, at the moment at least, uh, do all of my own recordings uh, from home. So... I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, maybe somebody could be harsher on me, but I don't really think so. Because, man, I will, what should take maybe like an hour, I will spend like three hours just recording over and over and over again. Like until I get it exactly the way I want it. And even then I'm like, fuck, this still sounds like garbage. Like, it's a, it's a grind. It's that musician mentality, man. We're like our own worst critics. It's helped me though. It's definitely helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. I know that, but Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, shit. Yes. Gosh, this is this is better than Shaq's. <laughs> <laughs> way way better than Shaq's. Uh, yes, we're bringing out the the Sean McCarry. I did that for you. What kind of sex are you having? <laughs> I guess you're stupid. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's ten out of ten. I like it shaken, not scared, you little <laughs> slut. <laughs> for, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of forgot he existed. I mean, I'm gonna be real honest until like somebody just brought that up. Oh, oh man, God. good times. Wait, the Highlander. Who the hell is, who, who is Sean Connery? Sure, there can only be one Highlander, and that's not you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh man. Jeez. But hey, I just want to say a quick shout out though to our producer uh, Aaron Quintero and A and R Records. Um, you know, without him, we really wouldn't have been able to make this EP possible whatsoever. And same thing with uh, Crimson Adams as well. You know, for doing our videos and everything. Without him, we wouldn't have that content to put out. So just want to thank both of them. And a quick shout out to all you guys watching this. You mm-hmm. guys yes. yes, we actually have decent viewership. So hell yeah, thank you guys oh, for watching. Uh, yeah. I appreciate yeah, thank it. You all. Thank all of our fans for sure. Thank you guys. Woo! To you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you too, man. Hey. 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 Oh damn, dude! Yeah, I uh, I do a lot of different things. <laughs> shit, which is weird because uh, I mean, <laughs> hey man, I uh, I'm the fry boy, but I'm the fry boy that baffles other people who diss on fry boys. <laughs> so should I call you SpongeBob? You could. <laughs> I mean, if you want. <laughs> that was victory, man. <laughs> that was victory screech. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> sounds like how my well, dog eats sounds like food. I'm about to get mauled by an alien, like, in the middle of the dark, like, open the door and, oh, oh shit. Like, you like, hear that? You're definitely running, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you just, like, go up behind people and do that? Because if not, yeah. start. My favorite yeah, thing that I used to do was, uh, I would hey, just, <laughs> I would just kind of, like, sneak up behind people and just, <laughs> it just, like, yeah. really, just subtly, and <laughs> Man, it would do some. It would do some fine work. It was good times. Man, people in high school are probably like, "What the? This man? I don't know if he had a glow up, but something happened." I used to be like the the little Jesus boy who was like, "Hey, you should come with me to church." And now I'm like, "Hey, yo, my guy, you want to hear some Satan noises? <laughs> I got him." Hell yeah, it's like the reverse of Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah, listen though, I'm be real honest. I still dig, I still love that new stuff. The stuff he did with Mick Gordon, beautiful. I don't know. I haven't really heard a bunch of their new stuff. All I know is that they're what was it? The not the one that Parasite Eve is on, but the last album before that, I was not a big fan of. I want to say you're talking about uh, the experimental one. Yeah, yeah I could like with, yeah. with Spirit or whatever the hell. Oh wait, no. Um, uh, I don't that's know, the man. spirit. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. I know which yeah, one you're talking like I said, about. I haven't listened to them since like Sun Paternal. That was my last good album for them, in my opinion, at least. Oh no, yeah, for sure. You're wrong, but it's. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, no, that's fine. That's fine. You could think that. You know, well, whatever he helps you sleep at night. He used to say Sand Pit Turtle. Oh my God. <laughs> Tell me that's not what it sounds like. I mean, my, like, hey, my it is Sand Pit Turtle. I think right, my favorite misheard lyric is uh, from August Burns Red. I think it's in the song Backburner. The my butthole oh, yeah. isn't tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh man, I still wish that Texas in July was around. Every day, I I pray that they'll make a return, even though I know they never will. <laughs> well, I mean, July will be around next year. Listen, people in, there are people in Texas. Listen, okay, if I wanted your sass and your sarcasm, I'm <laughs> nah, dude, I feel like it's so weird. I feel like Texas in July was just more hard August Burns Red. They just didn't last as long. <laughs> like, I feel it. If August Burns Red had a child with Crystal Lake, that's that's what Texas in July was. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Like, cause I recently listened back to them. I was like, man, his vocals sound a lot like Rio's. That's weird, but I dig it. Oh yeah. So are you in a band? Because you said that all your recording is from home. Oh yeah, I've <laughs> I've been in a lot. Uh, I am currently in. Let's see. I'm in my main project, Zerophthalmia, which is my live one. I may be joining a new live one. Might not, due to some circumstances that have recently come up. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, and then I have Moon Presence, which is a Bloodborne-based band. Um, so if you like Dark Souls, Bloodborne, stuff like that. <coughs> that uh, I've done... I have a Metalcore project that's kind of somewhat secret, but nobody's really done anything with it. And then I had another Metalcore project that was the same way. Uh, I did a project back in the day where we actually did play shows. We played one... <laughs> And uh, it was with I Set to Kill, oddly enough. Uh, we played that one show with them, and then it just didn't work out, unfortunately. Uh, and then another sh or band I was in, uh, the Glasgow Smile. Technically, I would have played two shows with them, but at the time, the, the Doom Eternal metal choir thing was going on. And so I thought I got it, and I was like... I guess I'm fucking going to Texas, boys. Oh, I did that too. Yeah, and then they were like, yeah. hey, why would you think you were going? I was like, y your email, it, it, it makes it kind of sound like you got in. No, you didn't. Yeah, no, just wanted to thank <laughs> you for your time. Yeah, that's basically exactly what it was. So I was yeah. like, guys, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I can't really do the show. <laughs> like, oh, ask him. Dude. I was stoked too. I thought the same thing. I'm like, guys, I'm getting in. I'm going to be on the game. I'm going to Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, oh, man. dude, I was so angry. I was like, they were like, what What would have led you to believe that? I'm like, what What do you mean? Did you read your email? It's like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> fuck you, okay? Uh, fuck you, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Ronnie. Oh, my God. Listen, though, say what you will about Ronnie Radke. 
he may be an a-hole, but like the man is a musical genius when it comes to like writing songs. No, we just basically stole that from a movie, man. Oh, <laughs> I was just thinking about Ronnie Radke. I well, like no, Ronnie I mean, Radke. I will say like I like the dude, uh, his music and stuff. I'm not a big fan of like the rap stuff he does personally. Mm. Oh yeah, I um, feel that. I liked, I liked Popular Monster. I did not like what he did though. Yeah, no. that one I like. I don't mind his rapping if it's like that. But if you're giving me like what he did for uh, the song he did with Corey Taylor. Oh, mm. what was that? Uh, Everybody's on drugs or drugs, some shit like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't a big fan. Dying is your latest fashion is a great fucking album. That's right. Ha ha. Booty okay. cheeks. Oh, oh wait, yeah. booty butt cheeks. That's correct. You're right. Booty butt cheeks. Yes. Yeah, it's ha ha booty butt cheeks. Hmm. And also, uh, Bruce Roda, thank you so much for joining the stream. I appreciate the heart for the boys, I'm assuming. But, because <laughs> I think those comments came in when we were doing our cheers, but. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see no comments. Can we see those too or no? Uh, if you're on Twitch. We are not. Can we get on Twitch? How the fuck yeah. Do we do that? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, just go to that link I sent you, uh, the twitch.tv forward slash DRD guts, and you can. See all that good jazz as it comes in. Cheers to the dudes. That's right. Heart for the boys. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you, guys. Oh, yeah. Let's check this out. Yeah. I don't know if Zoltar is still here, but thank you so much for the follow. I just saw that you followed. Might be so in-depth in conversation. It just happens. Heck yeah. I appreciate all the love as well. <laughs> yeah, no, you you definitely got it. <laughs> they give big hearts for you guys, so. Hell yeah, that's what's up. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Much love. So what were you guys going to do? Let's say the pandemic never happened, right? What were you guys planning on doing? Would be great to do a tour for the ZP, but that's kind of out the window right now. Yeah, that's what we were hoping for, was to do, like, at least, I want to say, like, six, seven shows. Just, like, a little small one, a couple states. Oh, like, around, oh, okay, yeah, like, kind yeah. of nearby your area. Yeah, just just to get some hype up for it and everything, you know. Unfortunately, right now, I don't say that we've got the funds to do, like, a whole national thing, even though that would be fucking great. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But who knows, man, maybe in Australia, they'll fucking ask us to come <laughs> Uh, who knows? I mean, I've heard some some different things from some buddies out there. So, like, we're we're getting known. So I think that's yeah, pretty cool. definitely out of nowhere. I was like, what the did you see? Uh, speaking of Australians or Australia, did you see Mark Piotta is uh, doing stuff again from no. Versions Crown? Yeah, uh, he's not in a Versions Crown anymore, obviously, because they got the new guy. But apparently, he's uh he posted an Instagram post of him doing like stuff with his mic, and I'm like, ooh. Is the is the big boy of Deathcore coming back? All right, <laughs> I'm Shit, down for that. Man. Alien boy McGee, my guy. Fuck no. yeah. No, but alrighty, it's almost an hour. Uh, is there any other like things you want to shout out? Any bands you want to shout out? Anything you Actually, just want to yeah, say man. as a whole? Uh, I'd love to give a shout out to an awful mess. Uh, that is, again, our producer's band right there. They're actually really good. Uh, check them out. They're on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, it's All Grizzly. They're another homie of ours. Uh, he also, the vocalist, uh, Dipper Satterfield, he's got a podcast as well called Sick Invite, too. So maybe, maybe you guys can talk about that. Maybe you could have them on the show, too. Yeah. Definitely my house go to my family and the people that were there for sleep for the week that's been, like, helping us get to where we are now. Sam. Uh, Definitely want to shout out to my mother, my father. You know, oh, yes. All our fans, for sure, man. Oh, yes, definitely. Which, if you guys haven't already, uh, if you have Spotify, uh, download the album. Or, not album, but the EP. Look at that. It's right there. All for you. Look at that. Right there. Downloaded. Following. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Thank Hell you, yeah. Thank all of you as well. Thank all of you. All of you. Ooh, you A know fan- everyone i should you know what i just realized i should make a uh i might do that actually tonight i think i'm gonna make a playlist of everybody i've like interviewed so far of their stuff so there you go look at that you guys will be on a playlist oh yeah but no i'm really excited hopefully once this pandemic's over 
hey, man, I'm sure I'll be playing shows again. So if you guys want to come to Oklahoma, I would recommend uh, 89th Street or the Vanguard in Tulsa. Because, listen, we played, we'd never been to Tulsa, like, at all. And it was for mm-hmm. a local fest, like, of just locals. We made $500 that night from merch sales. Holy shit. Yeah. Nice. Like, Tulsa don't kid. Like, <laughs> people will get down the bands in Tulsa. Like, it's nice. Oh, yeah. Definitely plan a show out there one of these days. Definitely. Oh, yeah, man, we'll let you know. I can't wait to travel. I cannot wait to travel. Same. I feel that. I'm ready to get back to performing live and angrily looking at people and giving them stank faces <laughs> in person instead of just through the screen. It's just not the same, you know? No, it's not. You don't get that same. <laughs> you don't get them doing it back at you. No, right? They're all smiling at you like, yeah, do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that reminds me when uh, Orthodox uh, came and <laughs> they uh, they almost got into a fight with um, some like forty year old dude who was like, "Fuck you guys!" and like would keep trying to hit random people. And the dude from Orthodox was like, "You stop that shit right now! I swear to God, we'll stop playing." <laughs> and so everybody in that venue just beat the shit out of the dude and kicked him out. <laughs> That's great. Oklahoma doesn't pay around, my guy. Hell yeah. That was a great-ass show, though. Apparently, though, they were, like, threatening the shoot and stuff, and that was a little little much, but I don't really think they had anything because nothing happened. The police came, though, so that was neat. Shit. Yeah, dude. No, Oklahoma's really fun, honestly, to play in. And we have Whataburger. Well, so do we. Oh, well, damn it. So what's That takes away from the experience. Arizona, I mean, we, we got the meats, too, bro. We're like Arby's. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we do have Arby's. Awesome, man. But do you have a steak yeah, and shake? Do you we, have we a do. I think God. we have a steak. <laughs> Damn it. Man, <laughs> I guess, well, at least we don't have heat that, like, can cook our food for us if we just set it on the ground. Yeah, fuck Hey, me. man, that's low. Yeah, that's low. All right. Yeah, fuck you and your heat index. Trash. It's dry heat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dry, it's a dry heat, guys. Come on. It's like a Louisiana dry heat, okay? It's just the seasoning. No Dude, that. when there's Ooh. wind over here, it's like if a hair dryer just turned on and it's just like... Uh, <laughs> right up in your mouth. Right on hot. And you're just like... God's just like Terrible. that kid who's just always being really cruel to ants, and it's just like, how can I fuck them up today? I'm just gonna grab this hair dryer and just call me Bruce Almighty. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Bruce Almighty will always be the superior uh, Almighty movie. Evan Almighty sucks. Oh, there's no comparison between the two. Oh no, there's definitely not. I love Stephen Carell or Steve Carell, but no, 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 no. No, I tell you, man. He that it wasn't even him. It's just the movie in general, just the whole plot and everything. It was just stupid. What you mean? You don't like the plot of him basically being Noah number two? What? I thought everybody liked that plot. Oh, <laughs> I'm just gonna sip my uh, sip my drink here. <laughs> no, I'm just. It's not my business, my guy. I'm not the writer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Speaking of which, though, man, we, we actually do um, say actually all three of us uh, with our DJ uh, Eric Adams. Yeah, yeah, we have a DJ in the group too. <laughs> Hell um, yeah! Yeah, Slipknot shit going. That's I that. mean, fuck it, why not? Right? If if you can, if if you build it, they will come, as they say. That's true. Yeah, but uh, no, we're actually uh, working on like some films and short stories as well. So, Ooh, like to uh, go yeah. along with yeah. the uh, EP or no, just like well, oh, just yes to know. Some some can, like we could definitely throw that in there. That wasn't something I thought about. Thank you. Yeah, one well, would, you could probably do. Okay, go write ahead. original songs to go for them. Oh, okay, hell yeah, that's dope. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was thinking, uh, you guys could do like what Daft Punk did, kind of with Intercella five 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 five, or I think it's fifty five fifty five, one of those, where uh-huh. the soundtrack was the music, but you could probably just do like, you know, certain scene happens, music starts playing, certain other scene happens. Music starts playing. Hey, man. It's an interesting well, that's a, idea. Definitely. Do something something good concept. Sure. Yeah, sure. I like that. 
yeah. Or like a concept album where every video for every song connects. I mean, hey, you've literally got all the time in the world to do it now. Because yep. <laughs> nothing else is going on. It's just about the money. <laughs> but, alrighty. I think we're probably going to cut it there. And you guys already shouted out the bands you're going to shout out. I would just like to say thank you guys. Uh, you know, Steven, thank you for your hitting me up. I meant to get to you way sooner, but like things got really chaotic. But I was like, I know somebody hit me up at the very beginning when I started streaming with uh, Soto. And then I was like, oh, yeah, let's get this situated. But, yeah, no, it's been really good talking to you guys. Definitely yeah, had a lot of fun. Yeah, and we, yeah. Thank you very much for having us on here. Yes. That yes. has been most excellent. Go follow uh, Sleep for the Week. They slap Big Ding Dong. Um, <laughs> is all you can ever ask for. And, uh, yeah, if you if you like this, if you like hearing this, you know, or if you want to be a part of it, um, you know, shoot me a message on my uh, Facebook page at DRDGuts818, um, and we can get that going. We have, uh, I think Andrew Patterson is going to be hopping on one eventually, and a few other people. Yeah, good old Patty Cakes. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> which, if you don't know, he uh, he's in as Hell Follows With, for whoever's watching. Um, he's also been, like, a YouTuber vocalist for a long time. Like, probably one of the OGs, I would say. Um, but, yeah, we got yeah. a lot of people planned. Yeah, so. for the people that don't know, go ahead and follow us on Facebook, Instagram. We got an Instagram for Sleep for the Week. Also, my personal is Vincent Week. We're also going to be working on getting a Twitter set up here soon, hopefully. And uh, we believe with Twitch, too. So Yeah, we're going to try to get everything set up. <laughs> yeah, start doing some streams ourselves. Yeah, I know Bograith. Um, you might hit up the dudes from Bograith because I know they recently did a whole set on Twitch. So you might hit them up on like what they used to do it because I think I tried to and they told me what it was, but it's been a hot minute. So, but I yeah, would. Our upcoming live streams we'd love to do on Twitch. Oh yeah, honestly. Well on Instagram live. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, hey, you've had like three people come here consecutively, like during this whole stream. So. Hey, looks like you've already got a fan base slowly building up on Twitch. Just bring it there on over. There we go. Sweet. Look at Appreciate that. Appreciate you. But yeah, no. Yeah. All right. And we are good. And we'll see you later, guys. Peace.